Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. Today, in service to our duty to the Constitution and to our country, the House Committee on the Judiciary is introducing two articles of impeachment charging the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, with committing high crimes and misdemeanors. The framers of the Constitution prescribed a clear remedy for presidents who so violate their oath of office. That is the power of impeachment. Oh, that dulcet tone that is Jerry Nadler right there today, sauntering up as he did to introduce everybody to the world of articles of impeachment. So this is where we're going. I want everybody to understand how this thing works. I'm breaking it down for you. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, these are the articles. So they go and they talk about what are they going to do. Yesterday we talked about they could go shallow and wide, right? Like just as much as they can, or they can stay narrow and go deep. They decided to stay narrow. Rather than having four or five or six articles of impeachment, they did this. The first article is for abuse of power. President Trump engaged in unprecedented, categorical, and indiscriminate defiance of the impeachment inquiry. This gives rise to the second article of impeachment for obstruction of Congress. Here, too, we see a familiar pattern in President Trump's misconduct. A president who declares himself above accountability, above the American people, and above Congress's power of impeachment. Yeah, so two articles of impeachment. Abuse of power and I, the obstruction of ju- uh, of Congress. I probably would have went something different just because. Well, it's Congress and nobody really cares about you guys. Uh, you've got a favorable rating that just below the Ebola virus. So I would have kind of stayed away from that. But this is where they're going with this, and they're very excited about it. They can talk about. Oh, I mean, oh, we're, we're, this is a solemn day in our country and all of this stuff. But that's I'm not buying all of that. I got to be honest. I'm not. Already, uh, Al Green, not the singer, right, uh, but uh, the congressperson from uh, Houston, he, uh, he's already said that even though they'll probably acquit him on this, uh, they, they're ready to go again and impeach him if he wins a second term, and they're, they're, they're going to do everything they can to get him out of there. And that's why the people on the right say, see, look at that. Look at that. Here's the thing, though. The battle that's going on right now that's interesting, and we're going to talk to Congressman David Schweiker in a little bit, but the battle that's going on that's interesting isn't between Mitch McConnell now and uh, uh, you know Chuck Schumer or the Democrats and Republicans. It's between Mitch McConnell and the White House because Mitch wants like a 10-day thing. We're going to do this in 10 days. We're going to knock it out. We're going to move on with our lives. And Trump is saying, no, we're not. No, 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 no. I want a show. I want lots of days. I want you to drag this thing on. I want you to call everybody up. I want to turn this into a show. I want big. I want marching bands. I want to embarrass Biden. I want to bring his kid up there. I want Schiff. I want anybody else. I want you to the whistleblower. I want everybody up there. I want to turn this into a giant show. I don't want something quick. (sighs) They do. They do. And I want to see how Mitch deals with this and the interesting thing about this entire stuff that goes on with this somebody tweeted at me earlier today and said uh look at the way that the republicans are you know are going to defend him they're not even and i'm like you guys aren't it's not about defending trump it's about keeping your job right you've already got anywhere between eight and 12 democrats that are starting to say well maybe we shouldn't do this or maybe we should we should think about uh, uh, censure people that are worried because it's about the job right 
It's about because if it was always about doing the right thing, nobody'd be in politics that's currently in politics minus a few. That's that's it. It's about the people holding everybody accountable for quote unquote doing the right or wrong thing. And remember, now what you have is two truths. You have the left truth, the right truth. And they're going to hold people accountable. If you vote and you're a Republican or even a Democrat in a red area and you vote to remove this president, either articles of impeachment and you vote to approve those or to remove this president, you may pay with that seat. And at the end of the day, to them, it's about their fiefdom, their world. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. A lot of stuff to talk about. More about this. USMCA, David Schweiker is going to join us here in a little bit. And back to what we were talking about there, uh, Becky, about uh, Paul Peterson. Mm-hmm. He showed up, what, like two weeks, 10 days, two weeks? And they yeah. said he didn't really, he showed up and did all of his work. Yeah, the investigators, investigation said he did not neglect his duties. Now, I don't know... <sighs> I wasn't really clear. I'm, I'm trying to think back to the story that we had. If they were talking about that he didn't neglect them when he was um, being detained after he'd been charged, yeah. or if they meant in general. I think I thought it was in general. It when might I first, have, it, that may and, be how it and was. He didn't show up a lot. That's he did talked about. And my whole th- why why are these jobs not part time? That that to me is something that 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 should be part time. That's ridiculous. And we're and and they may and they're they're going to have to settle with them. They can pretend like they're not going to, but they're going to have to settle. I wonder if they can argue that um, his job can be done remotely, so he didn't have to come into the office. Uh, who knows? Who I knows? mean, I, that's the only thing I can think of. Because yeah, it was some minuscule amount of days that he's been in the office since he was elected. Man, that's a we got to get. That's why they all go into those things because you don't really have to work as much as people think you have to yeah. work. Ugh. And you got a whole staff of people doing most of the work. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Sheesh, like me, I got a bunch of producers over there all looking at me and. Most of them are, you know, I got to do all the work anyways. You know how it is. So, so do you. Like, we, who's helping us, really? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm looking out there going, uh. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Congressman David Schweiker is going to join us straight ahead. We're going to touch on impeachment. We're going to talk about USMCA. Why should people be excited? And I also want to talk to him about the fact that both sides are celebrating USMCA rather than looking at the American people going, hey, we got we got a win today for all of us. They're instead saying, hey, guess what? We got a win for ourselves. USMCA. I was trying to do it. I'm sitting here waving my hands in the air. USMCA. It's fun to do with the USMCA. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. Ninety two three FM. Is it the chat? Is it the chat? It might be the chat. It's the chat. The chat. The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. Yeah, yeah. So what a day. Only fourth time in our history we've gotten to this point. Joining us now is somebody who happens to be in and around that area, maybe somewhat familiar with what's going on. Congressman David Schweiker joins us. Well, uh, what's the atmosphere like out there? Anything exciting happening? No, no. We're just basically doing nannies and petties and sitting around and talking about... Uh, it, look, it's just it's like working in lunacy. Um, and, and, and as you know... Uh, I'm on the trade subcommittee in Ways and Means. So I have busted my hump for the last year to get this NAFTA replacement through. Uh, most interesting experience I've had from the standpoint I spent a year 
whipping, you know, asking for the votes from Democrats, which was unusual. You should see their staff faces looking panic when this Republican comes in their office. Um, so it's just it's great to have that at least looking like we're about to put it to bed. And imagine doing that at the same time you have the rest of this chaos going on. Yeah, it's tough. It's crazy. And and uh, how are you feeling about this? I feel it's just at this point in time, I even heard, uh, and I don't know how well you know Al Green, but he's already talking about the next impeachment when and if oh, yeah. Trump gets. I mean, that's the thing where people stand back and you say, all right, well, I'm trying to listen to this and take it real. But you're already talking about once he gets acquitted, we're going to do another impeachment already. And that's where people who are in the middle are just standing back and say, yeah, you've lost me here. OK, let's have a little moment of honesty for everyone that's listening. Um, Every time someone stands up and screams impeachment, um, they raise money on it. Yeah. They send out an email, they show the little video, and all of a sudden um, folks hit the little send button, and all of a sudden they they get all this money in their campaign account. So there's uh, some unusual motivations going on to give speeches like that. It's crazy. It's crazy. Talking to Congressman David Schweiker. Enough of that stuff. I'll be talking about that stuff later. I, I, at this point in time, I'm yeah, over it. Actually, could we just give up? Look, Let's it, talk about the USMCA because I'm interested in that. Most people have no idea. And I saw, you know, Nancy's out there. Trump's out there. Everybody's celebrating it. And I said this today, David. I said, you know what? This is a win for America. For once, maybe you guys all say, you know, the people, the powers that be, that you didn't eat their lunch. But what you did do was you got a win for America, for American workers, for people who are looking at cheaper prescriptions, rather than celebrating your victories uh, that you feel you got over one as if it, it, that to me drove me crazy. But what's in this thing? Well, and this is the way this year was supposed to work. Remember, when the Democrats took over the majority, hey, we're all going to work together. We have a Republican Senate, Republican governor, a Democrat House. We have to work together, and this will be the single accomplishment of all of 2019. But this is a big deal for Arizona. Arizona is one of the states that an economic expansion in Mexico really helps us. And there's a crazy thing going on right now where we're seeing lots of organizations, lots of companies that manufacture source out of China, trying to make their supply chains more robust, safer, so they're not all concentrated there. And we're seeing this, that USMCA, the NAFTA replacement, is the vacuum to pull lots of this world manufacturing back here to North America. So that's just one of the reasons having this free trade zone from Canada all the way to the bottom of Mexico is really important. We need to become one of the true economic manufacturing hubs, north and south, in the world. Oh, I love that. I love that. Uh, kind of talking to Congressman David Schweiger. So on top of that, though, there was some other stuff in there, some environmental things. And I know the AFL-CIO is very excited about this stuff and people being held accountable and stuff, which I think is just fantastic. What's up with the prescriptions and the drugs? Because I know that was also in there. And again, everybody got a little something. But I, I think it's a win for American American workers. It's not perfect. Nothing ever is. But we should know about this because everybody's too busy talking about other stuff. Yeah, and there's good things for Arizona. Um even a couple quirky things that we were able, and, and the Democrats were incredibly helpful on this one, um, some money, we'll call it sort of um, environmental infrastructure. So we've had a problem for 25 years, Nogales. Nogales, Mexico is a higher altitude than Nogales, Arizona. So we often have a situation where their sewage, the Mexican sewage, is running into Arizona because we're downhill. And looks like if everything works the way I believe it's about to, we may have some resources to finally fix those sorts of issues along our Mexican border. So there's some good stuff there. Um, 
we weren't really able to come to sort of an agreement on how do you price the, you know, how long uh, the biologic patents on these uh, miracle drugs that are coming. And the whole subject area is sort of complicated. So we sort of pulled some of that out um, to remove the controversy. So there was, there was genuine give and take. Um, you know, some of it I didn't want to do, but you had to do it to make the deal work, so we're there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, You know what? I'm excited about it. Again, it's, nothing is ever perfect. There's must-haves and things you can live without, but you'd like to have. And, and uh, But it seems like today, I feel like this was a bit of a move in the right direction for America and what was going on here. And how is Mexico and Canada taking this? Are they excited? Uh, I mean, uh, what, 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 what's your sense well, of what's happening? It, it, there was a, a, a bit um, going on because... It, some of this is, is, we'll refer to it as a side letter. So Democrats in the House say, hey, we want to have this labor enforcement panel so we have a place people can make a complaint. Well, then you need to immediately work out saying, okay, Canada says that's fine. The Mexicans say, okay, that wasn't our original agreement, but we don't care. So every time someone requests something, and that's what's required to get those final votes, then all of a sudden you have to also now negotiate with Canada and Mexico at the same time. So you can see it, 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 trade deals are complicated. There's a reason they're so hard. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, uh, But, man, you know what? A lot of stuff going on. It's good to have you, you know, in and around and giving us the, uh, the straight skinny as much as we can in the limited time that we've got you. I appreciate you coming on. Have a good, uh, happy holiday and, and, uh, and Christmas, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, early next year. Yeah, and a blessed one to you. Thank you, man. Have a good one. All right, bye. Now. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C H A D B E N S O N. This is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Feeling confused? No worries. That's why he's here. This is the Chad Benson Show, setting things straight. A nativity scene like this. It's making a very bold statement. That it is. The family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, separated and caged. I can totally see it's being uh, controversial. I knew about that before I was assigned to come here and was excited about it. She's the new pastor at Claremont United Methodist Church, where they're known for their topical, non-traditional nativity scenes with a provocative message. What would happen today if the Holy Family showed up at our borders seeking asylum? Well, first of all, that's just silly. So let's just throw that out there. Secondly, this is a very interesting story. So if you've not seen this, this is in Claremont. This is a nativity scene where each person in the nativity scene, right, you know, uh, Joseph and Mary and baby Jesus are all in a cage. And it's a very, is it art? Is it religion? Is it a little bit of both? Is it telling a message? And this is what this church likes to do. I go to Sun Valley here. Chad Moore is the, 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 the pastor. He decides to stay away from stuff like that. He's talked about the fact that, like, I don't talk politics. And we'll touch on that in a little bit. And I, I just sit here and scratch my head. Right. And I understand that we need to be more kind. We need more caring. We need all of those things. I'm 100 percent behind this. This is what I want from, you know, my church is if we're going to talk about these things. okay, I guess. But be prepared to lose some people, because I when I go to my church and I love my church, some valley's amazing. I go there. My whole thing is I'm going there for a certain message and I do enough politics. I see enough politics. I understand that we could talk about certain things, but they're part that they're looking for shock in in what they do because this is a lot of what they do every year. They seem to have some of these provocative things when it comes to this, and it feels very arty, if you will. 
Now, among those drawn here by social media posts, separating Jesus, Mary, and Joseph is certainly getting the desired reaction. It really makes me think. In a way, it puts a mirror in front of us right now, and uh, so that bothers me. So this is making a very clear and bold statement. People are separated, separated mm-hmm. and arrested. Uh, yeah, we saw some family like some this. Family less, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and people are. And I have criticized Trump about this, but it's so funny because this becomes very much a Trump thing when it happened even before Trump. Now, the separation of families as fast as it went, that right there uh, was on Trump. But it's just a very interesting thing. And here's some. It's, again, church. It's just certain things. At some point in time, uh, I go back to what Jordan said, right, which is what? Even Republicans buy shoes. And I don't like it when they preach for either side. It drives me crazy. Uh, and this is the, is this the separation of church and ch- state or the separation of state and church? But what about separation of church and state? Is this crossing a line? Reverend Rustine doesn't see it as a political statement. Yet many who posted on her Facebook page disagree. One wrote, inappropriate, an incredibly false analogy. Using the nativity scene for political agendas is wrong. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I felt. But hey, you know what? It's them. This is what they do. This is not the first time they've done this. It will not be the last time. And people are talking about it. And if that was your end goal was to get to people talk about it. Guess what? You have achieved what you were trying to do. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. I do love hearing from you. Of course, today, impeachment, it's going on. We knew it was going to happen sooner rather than later. And this is where we are at this moment in time. It's not changing. Now, I explained it to you earlier. Quick snapshot of it all. Impeachment at this moment in time means the articles have been drawn up and they will debate them and then they will have a vote and then that vote will eventually, we know where this is going, is going to be a situation where they take it to the Senate. The Senate will be the jurors. So you'll have 100 jurors and the person presiding over it will be Chief Justice Roberts. Uh, does it change anything? No, I don't think so at this point in time. In fact, perfect example of why this doesn't change anything is the fact that when some people on the right say this seems to be never ending, you have Al Green, not the singer, but Al Green, the congressman who came out today and said, even if he's acquitted in the Senate, we will come after him again if he wins again. We will not stop until we impeach him and remove him. That says everything that everybody on the right has been saying over and over again. This feels like all you're doing is coming for him nonstop. That's it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. I love hearing from you. How about this, kids? Are you ready for it? It's Christmas time. And maybe you'll get a bonus. What kind of bonus? A $10 million bonus will be paid to all its 198 employees as the Baltimore area real estate firm St. John Properties. This for achieving the goal of developing 20 million square feet of office, retail, and warehouse space in eight states. Company chief and founder Edward St. John says he wanted to give a reward that would make a significant impact on employees' lives. That's about a $50,000 payment per worker. The bonus is in addition to the company's annual year-end bonus and and other benefits. That's awesome. And I was talking to the fellas earlier. There was a, uh, uh, I think it was Kingston Electronics in Fountain Valley, California, who uh, a couple times they've given massive bonuses when they've sold parts of the company and whatnot. And to the tune of, and this was back in the 90s and early 2000s, uh, you hear about this every once in a while, where they share with the people. And this was awesome. 
They said that they were going to do something as far as this is what we need you guys to do. They went out and did it, and they said, hey, let's do that. So imagine this. Like, tomorrow night, we've got our holiday slash Christmas slash, uh, you know, non-gender, non-binary cocktail, but no cocktail meeting uh, to celebrate whatever, you know, that you'd go through. We used to call it a Christmas party or holiday party. Uh, and imagine if you got an envelope tomorrow, and they said, hey, you know, you know, you can't open it till later, and then everybody opens it, and you've got 20000 30000 50000 That's changed your life? Hell yeah, I'm sure it would. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Feel free to tweet at me. Love hearing from you. C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. It is the Chad Benson Show. It's KTR News. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Don't let the Washington Beltway strangle you. This is where the exhausted majority comes to refuel, realign, and reevaluate. This is Chad Benson. I mean, we've always tried to do everything the right way. Um, you know, we're competitive and, and we'll, you know, try to be competitive in every area, but you know, we don't knowingly, intentionally want to do anything that crosses the line. Um, but since that's happened, I'd say we've tried to keep a, a good distance behind the line and not maybe take it as far as we would might have in the past, but I mean, it's never really, never really that's Bill Belichick. Look, you guys know my love of the Patriots. I'm not going to pretend that I don't love the Patriots because I love the Patriots, right? The Cran and I, and Cran is is filling in this week uh, on uh, uh, with Bruce and Pamela. And we've talked about this. And it's a very sad day because, I have to be 100% honest with you, Patriots in real trouble here. The story's going to get bigger and uglier. Apparently there's eight minutes of tape of them filming the Bengals, the worst team in football. How bad? You can't even explain it. They're generationally bad, right? Like They're they're up there with beyond awful. And they filmed them and then tried to pass it off as, oh, it was no big deal. It was something we were doing. And it was weird. No. Once again, you guys are caught. I love Belichick. I think he's the greatest coach in, in American sports history. But I think the NFL is going to come down on them hard, and I think they're going to have to. Much like what took place with in New Orleans with the entire Bounty Gate thing, I do believe they're facing uh, multiple loss of picks, but I have a feeling a suspension coming, and I would not be surprised if it's a full season. If they find something on here that is even kind of a little bit unnerving, uh, no matter what they say, I would not be surprised if they're looking at a situation here where they're going to end up paying the price to the tune of multiple picks, million, $2 million fine, who knows what. I mean, Last time when this happened with the Jets and the Patriots, it cost him 500000 and they lost a first-round pick. Here? They got to send a message. It, they do. 323 538 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. People are like, I can't believe that you would say something like that. I'm just being honest, right? I can love my team and look up and say, hey, this was not cool. I don't care how you spin it. Eventually, you're in a situation where people are looking at you saying, again with this, and you've got to take a hard line. The one thing that's the saving grace for the Patriots is Bob Kraft is a beloved owner. And remember, the NFL works for the owners. But I do think they're going to have to send some sort of message. 
With all the craziness going on, there was good news in the legal world. Bill Cosby sought to overturn his sex assault conviction, arguing the judge abused his discretion in allowing five women whose accusations were not part of the criminal charges to testify. Each of the women said Cosby did to them what he was convicted of doing to Andrea Constant, drugged and then sexually assaulted them. The Superior Court said the testimony was permitted because it showed a pattern of behavior, what the decision called Cosby's unique sexual assault playbook. Yeah. Good. He's shown zero remorse. He did that interview a couple weeks ago. He's shown no remorse for any of this stuff. He's an awful, awful human being, and he can rot. I don't think anybody cares about this. He's shown no remorse. And he said if he went in front of the parole board, he didn't have anything to be sorry for because he thinks he's done nothing wrong. He's a vile individual. And... On top of that, before there was the catch and kill world of they caught stories and they killed the stories and did all those things. And it shows you the interesting things of, of, of the juxtaposed position that Richard Jewell movie is getting ready to come out. And here's a guy who was destroyed by the media and in so many ways. And the media ended up having to pay him some money where he went after the media if they even bothered to say anything. And... Anybody who was an individual who went after him, he went, I mean, it was how bad he was. But this was even before the Harvey Weinsteins and long before any of these people. This guy was that bad. And oddly enough, it was Hannibal Burris, the comedian. For years, he would go on stage and he would say something. He would say, Google it. Look it up. Google it. Look it up. Google it. Look it up. Look at this. Look how bad. Google it. Look it up. I think he got exactly what he deserved. That Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Happy Taco Tuesday. It's the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station.